0: Category is... Mental health. Category is... It takes a village. Category is... Motherfucking stories over stigma.
1: I think that's pretty cool that you actually dug up and you kicked around you like like you like uh the old grandpa's. So, Let me see what I have in my attic. And uh <laughs> Very much so. And you came up and uh and have a set of headphones. That's that's pretty cool. Usually if we have some around they're broken because either a dog chewed it or a, do- a kid broke it.
2: Yeah, they you know, for expensive as they are, they don't really last that long.
1: No, not at all. Not yeah. at all. So what's going on with you, Star? How have you been?
2: Um, been pretty good. Pretty good. We're um, talking about um, relocating to Dallas, Texas. We're in Suffolk, Virginia right now. So that is quite a move. Um, and we're getting some mixed reviews on that idea.
1: I was getting Carter ready to Powell. say, so you move from yeah. a Republican governor every now and then to the whole establishment being wing nuts
2: i know i know and like honestly <laughs> we looked at some blue states because we're like why don't we go where blue is the majority and um <laughs> they're all of them are just cold they're so cold that's and true
1: and i we i i, I can see, see you in vermont i could see you in vermont though
2: i i can't see me in vermont i just i don't own a parka <laughs> I don't have those, those big furry earmuffs. I don't have the big gloves. I just, I can't, I can't do it.
1: Right. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Um, I think we're just trying to get ourselves together, but, uh, (sighs) it's
0: it's been a week star.
1: Yeah. It has been a week. (laughs) Yeah. I feel
0: like like we have to say that after every week though. So I don't know, (laughs) maybe that's just normal.
1: Yeah. You know, you know, it's, it's been one of those weeks that right now, if I had a bottle, it'd be gone, mm.
2: mm-hmm. you yeah. know, yeah. You yeah, know? No, I, I, I definitely hear you. I, my week has, has been about the same. Um, I don't know if it's a, you know, a universal experience at this point, but you know, it's just, it's just like, wow, you just think to yourself, I'm so frustrated and then something else happens and it's just like, well, now I'm even more frustrated, I guess.
1: Right, I look i I hear you, I hear you I you know it's uh <laughs> whoa, so I guess you know, everyone out there, we can all just say, <sighs> actually actually, everyone do it with me, do it with me, one we two, can't, okay we can't
0: there's a Come new on. there's a new Come on. COVID variant <laughs> gas prices are eighty dollars a mile, like.
1: an hour. Yeah. That's what I feel Mm -hmm. like. I I mean, I feel like I'm going horse and buggy. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I feel Uh, like it'd be cheaper. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And the horses are so cute.
1: So cute. Right. You know, and I love the Plains community. I love, I love Amish people. I mean, they just, they're just absolutely great. And, um, you know, I'd be just fine. I'd be just fine up there. You know, mm-hmm. my name is Steven anyway. It's in the Bible. It is.
0: You know, I'm a biblical name.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, Rebecca, that's right. So we would be just fine in Amish country. Maybe that's where you should move, Star.
2: I, you know, my mom is actually Pennsylvania Dutch, which is an offshoot of the Amish. Yes. And, um, but I, I don't think I could do it. The second they're like, okay, take, take, take give me your phone. Your phone no. is gone. I'd be that's like, true. uh-uh, I'm, I'm out of here with my maybe, phone.
1: Maybe we could all be like Mennonite throwback. Cuz the Mennonites are pretty forward thinking in comparison, like mm-hmm. if you were to, you know, um, you know, or not forward thinking, but Mennonite has they have a different philosophy on technology and and things. So maybe that's what we all do. We all move to Dutch country, buy a big piece of property and um, get horse and buggy
0: it'd be cheaper <laughs> it's, yeah it's, it's worth i mean i <laughs> i already buy hay for like half of our animals so
1: right right yeah, right just exactly giving a
2: jump right there right
1: i know i know i know so anyway so star you're back with us this week on on uh bipolar girl and you're here you're no stranger to the show you have you've come on before you've promoted just your life you've been on the symposium you've added um, lots of context to the conversation on um, you know maintaining good stories over stigma, but why are you back today? Why don't you tell everyone?
2: So I think we need to talk a little bit about Mr. Kanye West, A.K.A. Ye,
1: because I am
2: yes, and he is a hot topic, and I'm hot mess out here too. Yes, very much so <laughs> to exploit his celebrity. I think the conversations I am seeing around him. Mm -hmm. Um and his illness and things, just surrounding that, Mm -hmm. are hugely problematic. And um, I literally once a few years ago, I was telling someone I didn't know them very well, but I I mentioned in passing kind of that I'm bipolar, and she was like, "Oh, like Kanye West?
1: Oh my no, no, he is not the spokesperson for." For bipolar in this country, no, or, or no, anywhere, We're, we can't
2: be at that point. No, 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 absolutely not. So, what did and you say in return? I I just kind of stared at her for a second because I was like, I thought she was joking first,
1: right? And right. then,
2: like, she didn't say anything else, and I'm like, oh, she's not joking. Oh, okay. This is a problem, and I actually don't remember how the rest of the conversation went because I think I just kind of checked out a little bit. Yeah,
1: you just, but, you uh, just glossed over. You're like idiot. Yeah. <laughs> I was
2: just like this. This conversation is not worth the brain power for me to remember it. So, but you make a good with my life. You make a mm-hmm. good point. There's a lot of celebrities coming out
0: now, and you know, explaining that they're bipolar or they have mental health issues, and it's kind of problematic when you have people like Kanye West who are bipolar, but like, they're not healthy and they're not taking care of themselves. So they're showing the worst side of bipolar. So then when you do meet somebody and you're like, oh, I'm bipolar, they're like, oh, so you're, you're a nut job like Kanye, right? Like it, it kind of does become
2: problematic. Absolutely. And you know, I, I read, I read a comment section I did not intend to, it, it happened. I couldn't stop once I started, but there seemed to be like, it was an article on Kanye and, you know, the latest thing that he did. And I don't remember exactly what it was. Cause there's so many, so many to choose from, but, um, and people kind of split into two camps and one was kind of saying that, you know, Kanye West is bipolar. Therefore everything he does is because of bipolar. This is what bipolar looks like. This is how it acts. This is how it shows itself so on so forth and then the other camp said kanye west is bipolar therefore he has no control over anything he has no choice over anything um he has no control over over his actions and we can't say anything about what he's doing because he has this illness where he is just a a hapless victim
0: and And i I don't think either one of those camps are correct, right? Like, okay, nope. we can control ourselves. I mean, to a certain extent, like, yeah, the mood disorder takes over and, and you do have switches in the mood, but you can still be held accountable for your actions. It, you're not so far gone or like you didn't have a psychotic break, right? Like you can still be held accountable, but also- his actions aren't always just bipolar. Like that's, it's just who he is. You know, it's a personality thing. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely.
1: I mean, because bipolar didn't cause him to like decorate himself as a tree and sit outside. Stock stock his wife. His stock is a soon to be ex, yeah, wife. Like that wasn't bipolar. That was just your compulsive as hell.
0: Yeah, that's, you that's know? just, you're kind of scary and controlling. Like, yeah. Like- I've, I've never... Stocked somebody in a tree suit before? Me neither.
2: Me <laughs> right, Not don't know. my jam. You will not find me doing that.
1: <laughs> you know, I, I don't know. I don't know. I might feel kind of warm and fuzzy if you stalked me in a unicorn outfit. <laughs> yeah, I mean,
0: it, but
2: it is a topic that needs to be talked about. You are absolutely correct. Right. Yeah, another thing that comes up is that Kanye has, um kind of alluded to not being on medication and not wanting to take medication and not going through a treatment plan and Mm -hmm. not wanting to go through a treatment plan. And there are people who, um, you know, in in the comments uh, are, you know, 100% supportive of this and say that, you know, he he has to protect his creative genius. He has to do this and that. And then the other side is saying that you know, he he should treat something because this bipolar thing that he is is so destructive and terrible that he has to try to rein it in somehow. And it's just, it's it's like, there's so many points of view and so many of them are, are so problematic at the same time. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, and I think also,
2: I think also, I mean, that's the very
0: stereotypical, you know, that's the very stereotypical thing is that medication takes away your sparkle. It takes away your creativity. And that's a big stigma around taking medication. And it stops a lot of people from, you know, treating their mental illness, bipolar, whatever. Um, and that's damaging. That's really damaging to people because I mean, just like you, like, you didn't lose your creativity just because you treated your bipolar and we've interviewed multiple people who have written books you know who have made movies who have podcasts like it doesn't go away
1: right absolutely right. no and no no it, it no no it 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 doesn't and you know and it is really unfortunate that in this society we we absolutely we absolutely i don't know we i don't know i don't know if we admire but we think it's cool to be like unstable and i mean th- think of our like think of our our sensationalism or se- se- think of us sensationalizing jackson pollock or um it's, or andy warhol or, it's
0: we romanticize, or romanticize the it.
1: yeah yeah right yeah.
0: if you're a little damaged there you go.
1: There you it, go. it's
0: you know i can fix him or right. see a little crazy but i'm going to you know
2: settle her down that kind of stuff right oh yeah yeah absolutely and it's it and it's it feeds into that artist stereotype you know Mm -hmm. the the tragic artist that has all these problems and all these issues and they're just you know they're just doomed from the start yeah 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 and that that doesn't help either no it doesn't
1: right yeah, no, um, you know, would, what I find astonishing here is that no one has actually taken him and had him evaluated. I don't care if it's against the law. Someone needs to sit him in a hospital and have someone talk to him. And, you know, and, and it sounds aggressive and it sounds bad, but I'm really worried for everyone around him, in particular, his ex-wife
0: and his kids
1: I, and his kids. I am. I'm absolutely worried about the, you know, his health at this point.
0: Well, you know, and a lot of people have made comments around the way that he's been acting since they've been divorced. And it's like, you know, the the only reason he's not in jail is because he's rich. Like if anybody else was showing these kinds of signs, like they would have at least spent a weekend in jail. Like they would have come pick him up and there would be an order against him. And, you know, it would have played out a whole lot differently.
1: At least a bus,
0: at least a bus. Like, that's what I mean. Like they would have taking him for a 72 hour yeah, you hold. know, hold or whatever that's but, right
2: yeah right yeah right. no i i completely agree that and it, it's so sad because who he is keeps him free from like troubles like jail like you know mandatory psych evaluations like stuff like that but at the same mm-hmm. time if he had those consequences maybe we won't be where we are right now you yep. know right and it's, you know, it's kind of a double-edged sword on this one. Like he's, he's, he's still going.
0: It's also concerning too, because it's like, you know, he has an entourage. He has people who do things for him and who take care of his, you know, whatever his finances, his career, whatever. It's like, y'all really don't care. Like Nobody, yeah. like Steven said, nobody is pushing this. Nobody is having this conversation with him. You know, like it's one of those, like your friends must not like you that much. Like, cause they're not telling you the truth. Right.
1: No, oh, yeah. well, th- it's, it's, it's also, he doesn't have yet yeah, either not telling him the, the truth, but there's no one he respects on his team.
0: Maybe that's it. Yeah.
1: And, and because he he has either intentionally ran off or not admitted in his inner circle, anyone he respects, anyone who, that could look at him and say, knock your poop off. And that person stops
0: Well, a trusted
1: advisor, you know,
0: that's part of the whole divorce, right? She wanted him to treat it and he refused and started acting crazy.
1: Right. And Mm -hmm. she,
0: you know, She decided for herself, which is perfectly fine, that her and her children weren't going to go through that. I mean, that is something mental health is something very hard to go through, even with somebody who's trying to get through it the proper way with therapy or medication or whatever, but untreated mental health issues like that's difficult on a family. That's really hard.
1: Right. Yes, oh, yeah. it is.
2: Oh, yeah, absolutely. One
1: hundred percent. One hundred percent. So, um, you know, so speaking of treatment and creativity, did your book come out yet?
2: No. Oh,
1: okay.
2: <laughs> Long story short. No, <laughs> I've been, okay. um, I, I, I've been fiddling around with it and, uh, am I, the, it's kind of like my part is done now. And now it goes to the other, you know, kind of team members who have to work with the editing and everything else. And there's just been a bit of a hold up there and it's, you know, it's kind of like life situation related. So mm-hmm. it's, I, there's not, there's not much I can do because, mm-hmm. you know, I, I understand that I understand that life situations happen. And um you know, I I'm definitely not rushing anybody. Cause I know like, when the book comes out it'll be great and it'll be wonderful and um unfortunately when the backup happened i did not stop writing and i now have three books in the pipeline <laughs> and all of them are just stopped right now so and all of
1: them are at various degrees uh in, in the story right
2: in the yeah. process in the- <laughs> exactly <laughs> you just exactly. combine them
1: all and say the in the story three stories that never end <laughs>
2: I you know I I honestly thought about that like offering it as like a threefer type Mm -hmm. thing and Mm -hmm. then I was like but it'll be like 500 pages oh that's a big and then I was like oh maybe that's too much
1: right right but but yeah you
2: know fully medicated right in my butt off like it it's still possible folks it is it's it is um
0: I think that's one of the biggest misconceptions around medication is you know we all know that especially bipolar it makes you very creative like it just that's how our brains are wired and you know my brother is the same way it's like it takes away your sparkle if you if you take medication it doesn't take away your
1: sparkle it takes away your reckless behavior I think if your idea of fun and creativity was reckless and just like like out of control, yes. Medication will, will 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 take that away. But if you have traditional sort of creativity, writing, art forms, you know that doesn't take it away. When you were on medication, you were painting.
0: Yeah, remember that's that. True. Yeah. That is very true. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Right. And and
1: Star wrote three books that she didn't finish.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. She's <laughs> well, in well, the I mean, process,
0: or
1: in the process we're, we're of coming, finishing. We're coming. But, which is um, which is great cuz you can release them as this massive like, historical piece, right? All three <laughs> in like this little canon of yours.
2: Yes, that is my plan. But yeah. um but yeah, no, the other thing like um I was reading an article about um about Kanye and they they and he's never spoken directly on this, I don't think, but there were people who reported when he was actually taking psychi- psychiatric medication he felt like a zombie and then went off it because he didn't like that feeling. And like, honestly, if you feel like a zombie on a psychiatric medication, you're on the wrong medication you're on the wrong one, go to your doctor and say, that's I need something sure. else. This is not working. Yeah, you're That's how the problem is solved.
0: Yeah. You're either on the wrong one or you're on too much, right? Mm-hmm. Like they, they have you over medicated, which is typical when you go into a hospital, like, they're just trying to chill you out and get you manageable, and then send you home to deal with your doctor to find the best dose. But they're they're not like trying to perfect the dose. They're just trying to get you
2: manageable, right? Absolutely, just get you more stable, right? And yeah. You take you can you take it from there. Mm-hmm. But you know you have to fit out that that key point of following up with your care. <laughs> yeah,
0: and uh, I don't think. I I think the majority of people don't follow up, especially if the medication is making them feel bad.
2: Yeah, you know, because yeah.
0: then it's like I don't, you know, I don't want to feel like this, and and you know, you even have that when the medication is feel makes you feel good, right? Like, oh, I'm better. I can come off oh, my yes. meds.
2: <laughs> and it's like no, yes. that's what's making you better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, off like full cold turkey off your meds. Always a bad idea. Always <laughs> especially a bad when idea. you especially when you don't run it by your doctor first. Um, yeah. Not, yeah, not a good call.
1: We don't not. know anything about that at all. <laughs> we would I mean, never do anything like that.
2: Oh no, that's the thing. Like I've done it too. And um that's why I know it's a bad idea. Yep. Like I I learned my lesson really fast. And um
1: in our defense, yeah. we did it to switch back to a medication that didn't quite make her feel as funky. So yeah, the original medication that she was on for like what ten years or seven.
0: No, I was on it for like a 11, eleven years. 11 yeah, or twelve years.
1: Yeah, the switch was not a good idea.
0: Yeah, so, it was a bad idea. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, but yeah, you know, it's you know, med management. This whole life is just hard. You know, you do the best you can, and you every day is a new day, and don't slip up, or don't feel bad if you slip up the day before. You know, well
0: um, and. It's so much more than just med management. I think we preach a lot. That is the second cat that is coming to your screen. I love
2: it. I'm just watching all um, these cats parade through your star
1: is a star. <laughs> <through
2: your zoo. laughs> I'm just the cat lady tonight. I have a I have a third one, but he's sleeping. He's up oh, in okay. his uh, his little loft. We as only I call have it. we only have two. So. Mm-hmm. Um, so where
1: where in Virginia are you again?
2: um i'm in suffolk which is okay. the middle of bleeping nowhere um so <laughs> we're which, like f- 15 minutes from the north carolina border is the best i can describe it oh my
1: god we came we through name. yeah we were just there we we were driving up from um up from charlotte and we decided to take 15 even though we probably should have uh-huh. taken 27 but we took 15 and we cut through all the towns
2: mm-hmm. oh nice yeah you you probably you probably like went right past my house actually <laughs>
1: <laughs> What which, which which well you don't have to say it here we'll talk offline but yeah yeah we drove not
0: gonna give you her address if,
1: the, if she's right if you're right on the on the border, then you're near the lake, right? The big, that big lake that's down there in North Carolina. Uh, The- It's a
2: couple lakes. Or is it a river? I call it a lake
1: because it looks like a dang lake, but it could be a river.
2: I am not very good with identifying bodies of water.
1: (laughs) got it i, have no, I, understand to admit,
2: it. I yep. um yeah no we uh because the funny thing is even though we're so close to north carolina we always end up going towards hampton roads whenever we do anything so i know very little about north carolina even though you're we're on, so
1: close you're on that side okay mm-hmm. you yeah. rocky mount okay mm-hmm. okay um yeah no that's that's really cool we went down we were in charlotte a few weeks ago uh, from my mom's play and each gained probably three to five pounds just from uh, biscuits and gravy and uh, yeah. yeah oh you four pounds yeah, oh, yeah it's yeah. so easy to do to go down oh you know and you, when you're battling weight like I am and you go down south it's like you know it's like it's like a carrot to a rabbit you know mm-hmm. like you know you see oh, yeah. you see biscuits fried chicken and and, and everyone in my house like in the car the kids and stuff they're like dad that's cholesterol don't have that it's cholesterol he, go, he goes <laughs> he
0: goes down south and he sees bojangles and he's like mm,
1: <laughs> i need some bojangles <laughs> and we're
0: like that is oh. the last damn thing you need
1: <laughs> i know i don't need bojangles but i want bojangles mm, it's so good <laughs> yeah i know
2: <laughs> oh it is, and they have this um this cheesy biscuit thing, which we Ugh. stopped there for a snack one time when we were on the road. Mm. And um, I was like, oh, cheesy biscuit, that sounds tasty. It was like the best thing I have had from Bojangles. And I was just like, oh, now we're gonna have to go back and get another one. But it was, oh, it was so tasty. That's the hard part is like all the bad food tastes really good. <laughs>
1: wow. It
2: does. it does, I yeah. You hardly ever eat a salad and you're just like oh if only i could have that lettuce again right yeah. i love this lettuce <laughs> it's so great like usually what do people talk about on
0: the salad the dressing because the dressing is the one that has fat
1: <laughs> there is nothing like a good crispy piece of lettuce mm. <laughs> my eyes roll there's nothing like it you know yeah. like it yeah. just doesn't do it for me like biscuits and uh, and she made and actually Rebecca made a pound cake and banana cake just the other day and banana I, bread banana bread and I literally almost lost it like I was in here munching like big time like it was so good I, I you know I like all the bad stuff but the bad stuff don't like me it that's what like, I always say
0: it does like you it hangs out way too long
1: I know I know. <laughs> <laughs> sticks
0: to your ribs and don't want to my, go
1: sticks to my ribs so well that's so what
0: what is what is stirring the move
2: oh so this this is this is fun we talked to um a family member um about the move and it was kind of like oh hey we're thinking about this blah 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 like you know we're just we're kind of kicking around the idea and um, she implied that i was having an episode And I was wanting to go to Dallas because I'm clearly very ill and, um, I'm forcing my husband into it and some stuff like that. And I was just kind of like, that's an interesting story, but that has nothing to do with the real world. That is is a
0: big problem with this illness is like, if you ever do anything like. Out of the ordinary or spontaneous. Yeah. Like the first question people who know that you have bipolar ask is Have you been taking your meds?
1: I don't ask Are that. Are you okay? But you know what? I do wonder I'm like, is everything okay? I'm
0: not talking about you. You live with because me. I'm it's talking like, about like people outside yeah. the house. They're like, are you yeah. sure you're okay?
1: But I have no. to admit though, I mean, I was joking about moving to Dallas, but you know, it is tempting to move to Texas. I'm not lying. Barring everything else that I just can't stand about Texas. One thing that I do like, is a property, like the real estate like you oh, yeah, can, you can just get Your so money much, goes so much further so much further for so far less than you know anywhere else, and you know, I don't know, I know is you know, if I could, I would probably I'd probably live in Waco
2: Waco's just because
1: chip and Mindy life. live there, yeah. Chip yeah. the Gaines is yeah, yeah, <laughs> Rebecca calls him chip and Mindy, and
2: the um the Dr Pepper museum is also in Waco.
1: Oh. Oh, I didn't know that.
2: I'm a, I'm there a huge Dr. Pepper aficionado, so I was like So is So is my mother. They've been.
1: <laughs> wow, I didn't know that. I'd love to go check that out. I love Austin. Austin's a mm-hmm. great town. Um yeah, I could have I could probably have seen myself living living in Austin as well. Um not Dallas. Nah, it's too crowded. And now there's like a housing shortage up there. So yeah, should-
2: they're um so we're looking at a suburb of Dallas, um, called Mansfield.
1: Uh, okay. and it's
2: kind of like it's right in between Fort Worth and Dallas. And then oh, cool. Arlington is like directly above it.
1: Oh, it sounds um, nice.
2: On the map. So like it I mean, and we've been researching the town and like everything just looks great. Like mm-hmm. we're just we're really excited. We're flying out, um, in August to visit and kind of like see everything for ourselves and see if, Mm -hmm. you know, we like the vibe and, you know, there's cool things to do around there. And like, you know, we've been watching so many like YouTube videos of people like, you know, in Dallas or Fort Worth or Waco or San Antonio or, you know, Austin or anywhere nearby um, just doing all kinds of stuff, like going to restaurants. We watched one about going, they went to a uh, festival And just like all the stuff there is to do out there. And like, we don't have anything like that here. Like, you know, if the closest thing we have to going to like a festival right now, because, you know, Pharrell dropped uh, uh, something in the water, which I absolutely don't blame him for, by the way, I was fully supporting that move because Virginia beach doesn't deserve it. But anyway, um, like we would have to go to Colonial Williamsburg and like, go see the historic town. Like that's as that's as exciting as it's gonna get. And we're Mm -hmm. just kind of like, you know, we're still young. We we still want to do stuff. We want to see things. We want to experience things. We want to meet new people. We want to go new places. And you know, my husband has lived in uh Hampton Roads his entire life. Um I have been in Hampton Roads um since I was seven. And you know it's time
0: for a change i don't blame you so here's a question because whenever we have moved and we have moved a lot Mm -hmm. um one thing that we always have to worry about is changing of the doctors and my biggest pet peeve with having to change doctors is having to start my story all over again right like you have to catch them up on the past 20 damn years um Is that something that
2: concerns you or? Um, So I actually, um, uh, when I moved to, oh, who cares? It was like 2016. Um, (laughs) In in 2016, I had to find a new psychiatrist and I was like, I cannot sit in this woman's office and explain to her my life story right now. I'm not emotionally equipped to do it. Mm -hmm. So I got a Google Doc and typed up everything and then just handed it to her and was like, Here oh, that's you go. smart. And um, I still have that Google Doc and I will probably find it, update it and then hand it to the next person because like that is just absolutely emotionally exhausting. And like I'm at I'm just at the point in my life where I'm like, you know, I need a new doctor. Yes, I do. They need to know stuff about me, but I do not want to walk out of this appointment just feeling wrecked for like four mm-hmm. days you know?
1: Wow.
0: Yeah. And that's the hard part about switching, even if you're not moving, that's the hard part about having to switch doctors is it's just like, you have to start all over from the beginning again. And it's like, I don't want to deal with this stuff anymore.
1: Well, so let me ask you both this because you guys are intimately involved with your physician, um, you know, your psychiatrist on a regular basis. So all that stuff is not held in a HIPAA compliant database that can be shared with physicians easily. That is, I mean, that doesn't. No, no. Not that
0: I psy- Psychiatric notes are not held like that. Really? So, like, your general practitioner mm-hmm. has all of your health records and stuff, and that can pass back and forth. But I think psychiatry notes and like therapist notes are are not. Passed that way.
1: Wow. I, I had no idea. I mean, for some reason, I thought it was just because we were dealing with very, you know, low, lo, not low budget, but, you know, low tech, like kind of doctors. I thought it was all kind of held digitally. So you wouldn't have to do that. No, nope. that very thing.
0: No. Nope.
1: When wow. you change
0: psychiatrists or therapists, you have to start all the way back at the beginning.
1: Geez, Louise, that's tough. It's exhausting. That is absolutely exhausting.
0: And that's yeah. why we get so possessive of our doctors sometimes.
1: Well, yeah. well, yeah, you you don't want to get rid of them because, yeah, you've gone through so much with them. Yeah. Yeah. Holy smokes. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. You know, so star. So what will um, I don't know, I guess what I'm I guess what I'm really asking if, if you guys are going to move and you're visiting in August. So you're thinking of a fall time kind of move.
2: So probably going to be like next year. Um, okay. just cause we don't, well, the, the first thing is we're, we're kind of looking at new construction a little bit, so they would, they would have to have the time to build an entire house and that, you know, is right. going to take, that's going to take a little bit. And, um, and then the other thing is we don't want to move during the holidays. Cause I think that would just be just a nightmare, um, to try right. to coordinate everything for this massive move and, you know, get everything together when, you know, the holidays are going on. So it probably be this time next year or the end of the summer next year.
1: Well, I think, I mean, I think that's a fantastic move and it gives us a place to go visit just to know someone in town, I mean, you know, like someone will say, Hey, we're here. Like, let's go to dinner. Um, like, I don't think I know anyone else in Dallas who I would do that anyway, even if I did, I actually, I do have someone that I used to be friends with, but yeah, I mean, you know, I love traveling to different places and, you know, and of course, I mean, you know, Dallas, what it doesn't get as cold as it does over here in the mid Atlantic or the South or tidewater where you are um you know so you, you'll you definitely enjoy it my my other big one I guess the, the major question for me is what how do you think this move would impact your overall body like in terms of the stress of moving
2: I you know I have moved a lot I'm a navy brat so I, That's true. I you know moving that. moving's kind of in my blood I just like you know I I've never been in the military myself, but I just you know, I just get into that mission. You're in the spirit.
1: Yeah, yeah, ready to go. Yeah. And I'm
2: I'm just like, you know, we're we're gonna do this. Here's our plan. Everybody synchronize your watches. Like, you know, I'm I'm ready to go. And um, it's one of those things where I kind of like, you know, in all our moves, I was like, if something happens and I'm sad, or if I'm disappointed, or if I'm angry about something or whatever, I will feel that feeling after the move is done, right? Because I've got to get this move happening. And I don't have the time to sit and get lost in my emotions at this moment. So sure, um, sure. yeah, I definitely uh, I mean, because I know it's going to be stressful, because first of all, and this, this is the fun part. Um, Mansfield is a 20 hour drive from Suffolk holy smokes we have to take my car and three cats and we yeah we've got to get ourselves halfway across the country so that is going to be an adventure and I'm driving so (laughs) it's um it's it's gonna be a lot but like honestly I'm gonna break it down into like days and like make sure we go the allotted miles that we need to go and I've heard the the trek um the the route that we'd be taking is actually not very traffic heavy right which is great
1: and um
2: we would end up just you know kind of cruising through we make our mile marker we stop when we need to stop we take care of the cats um we make sure you know my husband and I are both okay and then we just keep on going Right. And it'll be two days. It probably won't be very fun, but hopefully we'll only have to do it once.
1: Right, right. <laughs> right. That's that's it, you know. And uh wow, I'm, this is such a you know, Rebecca's right, you know, like when we when we've moved and we've moved across the country, what? I mean, oh my God, probably six times. And I have to absolutely admit that the word move triggers me right now. You know, when I hear move, I'm like, ugh, I start shaking. But like <laughs> some days, like I do get the itch too. Like I like, I'm like, man, I would love to go and live and are really 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 cool so um
0: you're also somebody who can't sit still though
1: i you know it is it's hard oh oh it's um let me let me get your <laughs> mic hot again um you know i i can definitely i mean I, what we've been here what four years now. i know
0: and you're already like we gotta go we gotta go i just want to
1: travel <laughs> now like i don't have well the, the reason why is we have more crap so i don't want to i don't want to pack it and yeah. i don't want to feel like moving it
0: the last move was so exhausting. It was the,
1: we're out on our feet.
0: It's I mean, we've been together for 18 years, so yeah. 18 years of collecting stuff and two kids later like
1: Yeah. Yeah. I
0: don't, don't want to move.
1: It's tough. All this
2: stuff. It's <laughs> tough. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we're um we're probably going to uh sell most of our furniture cuz you know, it's just woman. like so impractical to try to move our entire house. Mm-hmm. Um all all that distance and um but yeah I I was kind of like and I mean that's the one thing I don't know where I got this ability but my you know like my mom is probably a level two hoarder and I am the person who will walk into a room and be like I need this and this and the rest of it can go Mm. so (laughs) I'm really gonna have to like channel that to a very fine-tuned degree to, Mm -hmm. to get us there, because we're talking about taking a 26 foot moving truck and my car. So that's, yeah, yeah. we just, Mm -hmm.
0: we just did that to the house where we just went through the house and we were like, I don't want any of this stuff. Like it just get rid of all of it.
1: Yeah. It was really, Um, it it was cathartic. Yeah. Like we felt so much lighter.
0: Oh, absolutely. yeah. Like the house just started to feel like it was coming in on us. And it was like, we just collected way too much junk.
2: And I was like, okay, it's going to go. It's all got to go.
1: Right. All got to go. Yeah. All yeah, got to go. I,
2: you know, when, um, when I moved the last time I was like, so brutal and I keep like in the back of my mind, I'm like, I'm going to miss this. I'm going to be like, Oh, where's this thing? Blah, 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 blah. Like, and when we got here, like, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't miss any of it. I was just Mm -hmm. like, I feel so much better that, you know, we moved with what we moved with rather than trying to take everything I've ever laid my hands on. Right. Oh, I hear you. I
0: mean, I, I attach myself to like trinkets and stuff and I get very sentimental about them. They're sitting in a box in, in the basement behind it. I haven't looked at them in four years. Like why do I still have them? I don't know, but like it it's painful to get rid of them. So, yeah, yeah. We hold on to stuff that we do not need to hold on to. right. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. I mean we all do. We all do. I baggage. Think it's, I think it's flush just,
0: it. I think it's just human nature
2: too,
1: right. <laughs> gotta flush yeah, it. I mean
2: I, I I just feel like what you you realize that if I get rid of this, I will never find the exact same thing again, you know. And even if you don't need that thing, you're still like, I'll never have the opportunity to own that exact thing again. And, right. and that like, that still trips me up sometimes. And I'm still like, oh, but this, you know, this thing that means nothing to me that I'm not going to use, that is going to take up space. You know, I should still hang on to it because if I let it go, then it's gone. It's kind of mm-hmm. like, the FOM- it's like the FOMO of moving
1: the FOMO of moving. It really
0: is. It really is. It really is because you do, you're like, I'll never find it again. And it's one of a kind at this point. And like a lot of my trinkets and little things, it's from my childhood, you know, and it's, it's the stuff that I grew up with in my room. And it's like, I'm I'm never going to be able to replace this. And it's like, yeah, but it's kind of (laughs) trash. It's not really worth anything. Right. Like, and we went through that with your mom, like she moved into a house that already had generations of furniture in that house, like just handed down to the next person in the house. And she moved in on top of it. And so at least with Steven's family, there was this, Guilt of my dead relative is going to hate me if I get rid of this chiffero or whatever, and you it's know, like the, your dead relative doesn't care.
1: I, I'm about to say the de- <laughs> dead relative don't give one. Do care. Diggity dead dead dang about what what's going on with their stuff, you know.
2: Oh gosh, so, yeah, no, I I get the same thing too. My mom was like, you know, oh do you do you want to take your dad's china? Like, do do you want to take the china with you? And I'm just like. That's like an like an eighteen piece like eighteen place setting set with right. serving pieces. I'm like, right. how am I gonna fit that in a truck to Texas? like I
1: right.
2: no <laughs> although, right? and not even that It's but, highly breakable like that's
1: not- <laughs> although star, although star, when you get to Texas, you might have a very big living room dining room or dining room and to you display might, and, all your, yeah, and you may want to have a big stately dinner.
2: I, you know, I have always wanted to have like a huge dinner party,
1: right? Just See? like,
2: just like tons of people, mm-hmm. and like, you know, just I, I'm sure what I have in my head is absolute fantasy, but just like I've always wanted to have a dinner party, and I've right. never had the opportunity, right. and um, you know, COVID didn't didn't help out with that mm-hmm. at all. Let me tell mm-hmm. you, but um, but I don't know. I don't know if we, if we get there and all I can think about is that China, I'll, I'll ask my mom to pack it as best she can and send it through the post office.
0: We have, we have one set of China. I have my mother and father's China. Um, but Steven's family had
1: like 10 sets of China? No, That's an exact, well, no. Let me they see. weren't all complete. One. They weren't all complete. No, no, but they, they were mostly, hold on, one. But then we had that thousand piece set. They came from New York. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then there was two, three four, like four or five. Okay. Five, yeah.
0: but one was a thousand pieces. So 10. Yeah.
1: yeah. yeah lot. It was. And I, I don't even think a thousand did it justice no, because it was, it was like, lot. I mean, it was like, it was plates Cups, plates,
0: cups, serving, serving,
1: saucers, saucers, coffee cups, coffee cups,
0: dessert plate,
1: dessert plate. I mean, it was every salad, plates. I mean, it was like it was ridiculous. Like, I don't even know where, well, uh, I know we got it here now at our house. Yeah. It's
0: in my basement now. So (laughs) because the dead relatives would be upset. Yeah, exactly. Hopefully they're
1: keeping us safe. So (laughs) anyway, (laughs) anyway, um, no, this has been a great hour in talking with you and um you know, we normally do the song that describes the mood. Maybe we'll do that and we'll drop it in because th- this is going to be a manufactured show. So we, this is one that we upload and then we master, you know, I fix everything around it. So maybe there's a song you have we can uh, drop in.
2: Oh gosh, I've been listening to a lot of K-pop lately. Is that okay? Ooh, yeah, anything. Okay, okay. Because um, there is this group called CLC and um the song is called um helicopter okay and it's like it is a fantastic song and there is there's even an English version of it as well but um it's just it's such a great song and every time I hear it I'm just like I could be in the car I could be anywhere I'm just like I gotta dance I just feel it in my soul
1: oh yes all right so we'll play helicopter um you know at the end of the show today
2: yes by CLC awesome.
1: by CLC yep. All right, Star, but thank you for hanging out with us. You know, it's nice hanging out with the cool kids. And I'm so excited to learn. We're so excited to learn about your move to Dallas. I I told Star that, you know what, this is going to be a place that we can go visit. So we have actually some Um, normal people that we can go visit. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Come visit me. We'll we'll have a dinner party on China. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Maybe I'll bring the 20 piece with me. Yeah,
2: the only thing in... in
0: the only thing in Dallas for me is yeah extended family.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You know, and I know that you probably want to get in and get out without even mm. be undetected.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that's it's all good. I won't post anything on social media. You you can just come right to Mansfield. It's you know don't even go through Dallas. Go around. There you go. go yeah. There you
1: go. <laughs> right. That's so true. Well, but all right. You
0: have to come back on when your books are final.
2: Yes, I definitely will let you know. Um, I don't have even the foggiest idea of a date, but I will, as soon as it happens. Let I us will, know. We'll I blast it you. all over the place.
1: I think you should awesome. call it thank star you. to the third. <laughs> star star- <laughs> to the third. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, a little ring to it. All right. <laughs> well, good to see you, friend. And um, it's always nice hanging out with you. And thank you for for uh, making us feel like we are cool uh, for once and not just sitting in our room watching TikTok, not like that's different than 30 million other Right, um, that's Americans. what we all do. Yeah, exactly. That's Um, absolutely
2: true. And thank you so much for having me. It was so great to catch up with you guys and have a good discussion and, and just, you know, feel, feel part of the community again. Yes.
1: Yes. Right on. Absolutely. And I'm digging the glasses. Everyone out there, you can't see them because we're recording on, uh, we're pre-recording and looking at each other. Um, But I could just let you know that they're pretty cool glasses, really hip, trendy, (laughs) or New York city.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm getting my new ones on Monday, but they're, they're also this cool. Cool. Oh, very nice.
1: Cool beans. Well, <laughs> okay. all right. Well, listen, uh, you know, have a good week out, everyone, and uh see you next week. <laughs> By Girl Productions presents By Girl Week. Oh is that it on the do and I just was go, I wanna go. Thank you for listening to another week of bipolar girl In the words of Grammy award-winning artist from Africa, Amo-Sangari, who I absolutely love confico, the uncertainty of things, you know, living with a mental illness or living with someone with a mental illness can be uncertain at times, but that's why we do this show. We do this show to create community and a place where you can express yourself and get knowledge. Right, honey?
0: Yeah, I mean, that's the whole reason we have the show, right?
1: Though, again, things might be uncertain, you can be certain that we're here for you. Godspeed, and have a great week.